Welcome, everybody, to our new season that we've got here with Truth Is Now Treason. I'm your co-host, Dietrich, along with... Lennox. And so we're here to talk about Ultimate Treason. What is Ultimate Treason, Lennox? Are you going to tell us now or are you going to keep it a secret? I'm going to keep it a secret. Just recently, our government, in July of this year, 2021, invited the UN to come into our country, the United States, and investigate human rights violations, particularly in relation to, according to them, systemic racism and treatment of some by law enforcement. And I thought that was interesting because there are human rights violations being committed all over the world, particularly in the same countries that these UN officials represent. And that begs the question as to why there wasn't an invite or a push to perform an investigation of human rights violations with persecution of Christians in those countries. This persecution is mainly taking place outside of the United States, not here, inside the country. That's wrong. <laughs> However, is anyone investigating those countries, those governments or groups that are allowing persecution and in many cases murder of people because of their religion? In this podcast, we will be zeroing in on attacks on the church across the, the world, sharing some unbelievable facts. According to opendoorsusa.org, we have an article that we're going to get this information from called Christian Persecution. So I just want to also remind you that these articles that we refer, they are always listed where you go to play our podcast. So if you're listening to a podcast, you hear us mention an article, that article is going to be there in the description of the podcast. So if you think we're making things up, you're right, we are. No, we actually will show you that where our sources are. Actually, now, Dietrich is making things up. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> so we want you to understand that while pers Christian persecution takes many forms in this article, which is titled Christian Persecution, it defines the term persecution as any hostility experienced as a result of identification with Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter where, whether it's the Sudan, Russia, Nigeria, North Korea, Colombia, India, or even China, followers of Christianity are being targeted for their faith. They're being attacked, they're being discriminated against at work and at school, and they risk sexual violence, torture, arrest, and much more. So Open Doors is a nonprofit organization that tracks persecution against Christians. It prays for them and shows persecuted believers that they are not forgotten. It also produces a list of the top 50 countries where it is the most dangerous to be a Christian, and it's called the World Watch List. In this list, it mentions the type of persecution, the country where it's taking place, and the groups targeting the persons of faith. These statistics are from the most recent report, 2021 Watch List, which is last year. What country, my fellow traders, do you think is the worst for killing Christians? Trumpstania. <laughs> I know you traders got it right. North Korea has been ranked number one since 2002. This is when they first started making the list. So for the last 20 years, North Korea has been ranked as the world's most dangerous place for Christians. Now, in this article, we found that actually over the last 10 years, the top 10 has been relatively unchanged. So as Lennox mentioned, North Korea is number one. After that, it's Afghanistan at number two. And it's followed by Somalia, Libya, 
Pakistan, Eritrea, yeah, find that one on a map, Sudan, Yemen, Iran, and the last one, which I thought was kind of odd, number 10 is India. And I find it interesting that China isn't even in the top 10. That's because China's wonderful. <laughs> you can believe that if you want, but that just shows you how bad these countries are if China's not in the top 10. So in this list, the World Watch list, in these 50 top countries alone, 309 million Christians last year experienced high levels of persecution and discrimination for their choice to follow Christ. And one source I came across had that number as high as 340 million, which might include more than just those 50 countries from the watch list. However, we'll go with the 309 million. And the year before that, it was 260 million. The year before that, it was only 245 million. So we are seeing an increase in the number. So if you were to extrapolate those numbers out, just to give you an idea of what we actually have going on, one in eight Christians worldwide is going to experience high levels of persecution during the year. And in one year, 4,761 Christians were killed because of their faith in Christ in these top 50 World Watch List countries. Which is a lot. And that doesn't even include the 4,488 Christians that were arrested, sentenced, and imprisoned in these countries. Or the 4,277 churches that were being attacked in these countries. To break this down a little more, what this means is that every day, if you took those Christians that were killed, the 4,761 Christians killed, that means that every day, 13 Christians worldwide are killed because of their faith. And if you're watching Netflix, every two episodes, pretty much a Christian has died for their faith, which is a lot. I mean, that's a lot when you break it down like that. 12 churches have been attacked and 12 Christians have been put in prison. So we're not only seeing this in these 50 countries that are listed on the World Watch List. Other examples that are outside of those 50 nations in the World Watch List, for example, Finland, they're going after Christian leaders. They don't change their minds about traditional marriage. Or in America, we don't see Christians being killed tormented or jailed for their faith, like we mentioned in these other nations around the world. However, we are beginning to see where things are moving more and more in that direction. In an article in Breitbart that was published on August the 24th of 2021, they said this, the Biden administration announced Thursday it intends to propose rescinding aspects of Trump-era rules that asserted First Amendment rights to the federal funding of faith-based campus organizations. You think your votes don't matter? If you voted for Biden, you voted to eliminate religious freedoms. Congratulations. But on a lighter note, here's another example. Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted on Easter morning, he is risen, happy Easter. And Twitter locked her out of her account for saying this. And then they said, oh, that was an accident. Well, gee, Twitter, you only did that accident twice to her. And if you don't know who Marjorie Taylor Greene is, she's a, a U.S. representative in Washington, D.C., we've also seen teachers fired for teaching creationism or coaches praying with their students that have been fired for what some would deem to be for religious reasons, although that isn't the reason that's given necessarily by the schools. Or what about the teacher who was fired because he wouldn't call a male student a female? Or the female teacher that was fired for opposing certain types of sex ed curriculum, curriculum that was being taught, the sex ed curriculum that was being taught to first graders. In the movie, the second movie, God 
that's not dead. At the end of that movie, there is an entire list of cases here in the United States where educators and coaches have had to seek legal counsel to defend themselves. These number of incidents seem to be increasing. You know, in 2020, we began to see our state and local governments draw their bullseyes on churches. And these churches had to fight their local and state leaders all the way to the top of the court system to protect their religious freedoms. Perfect example of this is in Kansas City, where the mayor told the churches that if anybody spent more than 15 minutes inside the building, these people had to be turned in and as a list to the state, the city government of Kansas City. Now, that's a huge violation of freedom of religion. In this nation, we do not have to tell our government leaders what churches we are attending and when we are there. It's also a violation of our right to privacy. We are allowed to travel around this nation and go where we please without telling our local government leaders, hey, we're here, although I'm sure there's a lot who would like to change that. We have other states that also did it too, as Nevada, New Jersey, California, New York, happened in all of those states last year in 2020. Also, what happened this year in our U.S. Congress, the Democrats attempted to pass a bill called the Equality Act. And in it, there is a section that states you cannot cite religion as a reason for discrimination. This would force business owners and teachers to violate their religious beliefs. And it would allow preachers and churches to be sued if they taught anything about sexuality or morality that someone didn't like. Thank goodness the Senate, the Republicans in the Senate, blocked it or else there would be free reign on the church here in America. So animosity is growing against the church, even here in our home country. We're not there yet, currently like we saw in Sri Lanka, where on Easter 2018, a bunch of jihadists bombed churches where they knew lots of people would be inside, killing 253 people that morning. Or in Egypt, where we saw those individuals marched out on a beach who had professed Jesus Christ as Lord, and they were beheaded. Or even in the Middle East, where attempts to have been made to wipe out Christianity. For example, there's a BBC article that talks about how the number of Christians in Palestine is less than one and a half percent of the population. While in Iraq in 2003, there were one and a half million Christians. That number has now dropped to less than 120,000. But wait till our next episode. We've got some good news. News about that. Christianity is the one religion that is attacked more than any other religion, and the severity is increasing. So please stay tuned and be sure to listen to our next episode because we are going to dive into why this persecution is happening, what is really driving it. We will discuss what we can do and offer some great news because there is hope. Until, Until next time, my fellow traders. traders.